Hello, my dear listeners, welcome, welcome to Lovita's podcast. I'm Jose from Lovita, and if you're new here, this is a podcast about lifestyle attitude, online venture, and blogging. And we will leave a legacy that will be remembered about. Um, I release these episodes every Tuesday and Saturday, and we are in this lifestyle series. And on the third and last part about how to be wired for success. So last time there was an assignment to write down the fears and everything that's, uh, that would be a solution. And this next step is working with others, because this is also a very important part. You know, when it comes to being successful and going after the things you want in life, this is a very important factor and that will have one of the biggest impact. And this one is just how well you work with other people. And I'm not just talking about your ability to get on with co-workers. So one thing that's very important to recognize is, you know, the decision you make. Not just decisions you make for yourself. If you do something about your life, this is part. Um, and this, you know, this is a missing part from a great number of different self-help books when I see they all get you to go after whatever you want and then they tell you to be a go-getter but what about when your wife or husband wants something else or what about your children and what about your friends that you will miss when you are traveling for example the world without a care so for example how will your family take it when you decide that your dream is to becoming for example a CEO with a sp which is then probably far too stressed and um, you are too busy to spend uh, time with them anymore. So, and unfortunately, you know, our relationships is, uh, <coughs> many times prevent us from being entirely free. And this is something uh, you're going to have to navigate uh, if you want to be really successful, something that's really not easy. That's why I'm also, I mean, adept of this, of this purpose, of this purpose, of this uh, slogan, of, or this way of living. Don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. You know. So, for example, if you want to go on an incredible holiday of a lifetime with your friend, and then you should go and not feel the need to ask anyone for, perm for permission take advantage of your freedom because otherwise you will only grow to resent the loved ones and who will you know who will grow to perceive you as having prevented you from achieving the things you want to so this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be thoughtful and that you should make selfish decisions no it just means that you need to see your own hopes and dreams as being important as worth fighting for and you should never apologize for them so how do you balance this so one option is always to compromise if you want to travel and your partner doesn't then how about going on lots of small trips if your partner is scared of uh, starting your own business then do it on the side and agree to demonstrate that you can work before taking the plunge and this that we discussed earlier. 
So how about redesigning your goals and your plans to make sure that there is a place for them in there? How can you turn this into something you will enjoy together? At the end of the day, you know, there probably will always be some element of risk. And if you are spending money, then you are probably going to be putting your loved ones at risk in some cases. But in these cases, you just have to acknowledge that you are taking this risk and ignore the burden. Be willing to take a decision and stick with your convictions. If it's going south, then be willing to pick up the pieces and take the blame. That is what it means to be an adult and responsible person. And it, what it means, I mean, to take chances, take chances with conviction. And you know, it's actually when you are the most alive and the most courageous when you took these decisions. Be a lion. You know, sometimes after or going after your dreams is going to mean convincing your partner and getting them to get on board with your plans. Other times it's going to mean challenging your boss and or even go going up against the establishment itself. If your goal is to rise through the ranks of your current organization, for example, and if you want to be paid more for doing the job you're already doing, then you're going to need to stand up for yourself and make this case for promotion. Of course, and I understand as I was also in this situation, this is something that many people will find absolutely terrifying and we completely dislike to do. So, you know, many of us prefer to live life without confrontation. But again, you know, life without confrontation is not really life at all. Learn to be a little more aggressive in your life and to go after the things you want. Live like a lion and don't work quietly away hoping to be noticed. Again, ask yourself how well that has worked out in the past. So, getting feedback and working with these other people. You know, but like people aren't just obstacles to be overcome, you know. What you also will find is that people or they are actually the tools to help you achieve the goals you want. And the partners to share your adventures with. So if you can get more people on board with your ideas, for example, then you will find that they suddenly gain much more momentum and they can become even self-sustained. Imagine working with your partner to create the trip of your lifetime or working with five friends to launch a business. Imagine how much you could accomplish. And, and it's also very important to spend some time listening to feedback and asking your family and friends and other people what they think about your plans and dreams. Of course, this can be scary if you have stacked a lot in your goals. and But... You know, any or all fed feedback is very useful to help you avoid certain pitfalls, and especially if you if you seek if you seek out, you know, and seek someone with more experience than you. And I just want you to be aware of toxic people. Be careful, but because 
listen to these constructive feedbacks. It's also very important to know how to ignore some destructive feedback. So, and also be, I mean, this is also important when you don't even actually ask for feedback. You know, some people are just naturally highly negative. And these people see problems in everything, complain about everything and are generally too afraid to experience the world. And you know, we will just pity them. Except their way to deal with this fear is to take in or take it out on everybody else and to and try to prevent them from going ahead and fulfillment of their dreams. So we all have a few people in our lives that like this, but you know, their influence on our psychologies can be very negative. So if you want to live life to the fullest, try to surround yourself with other people who are with the similar ambitions, open-minded and positive, and avoid these toxic people before they bring you down. Believe me, sometimes we are not really, I mean, we don't even realize they are around us. But if you feel just around this, this someone, you are really different, uh, with less energy, this could be the reason. And another step I wanted to go over is to focus on results. To work hard or working smarter than harder. That means, you know, I occasionally, I, I touch on this notion that working hard is always a good thing. But sometimes working hard means also wasting your life on, on stuff that, or wasting your life working for a company that doesn't really value. So it's much better than working hard than is, is work smart. What that means is to stop focus on working for the sake of working and start working in order to get some results. This is where it becomes important once again to assess your past mistakes and look at what has worked and what hasn't. This will allow you to invest your time only when it counts and only when it matters. Free also mental space. So you know, sometimes this means finding ways to remove the unwanted distraction clutter from your life, like in a house, like everywhere we have this on our mind. Work that doesn't not, this doesn't take you closer to your goal is is not just this work that doesn't worth your time. Work that takes you away from the things you are passionate about is not worth your time. And so if you are currently spending, for example, half your evening washing up or cleaning the house, it's time to stop. You know, you worked incredibly hard in order to earn money for your family. And you traded your time for resources. And now you have this time left just to spend up washing up. Man, this is some cognitive shift you need to make in order to be really successful. You need to start valuing your time and be willing to spend your money to protect it. You need to recognize that time is more than money. So instead, for example, spend your time cleaning the house or why not hire a cleaner to do it? You know, you've worked hard enough to deserve one and this way you can work on more fulfilling side projects and you will earn back this money you're spending several times over. Believe me, you can spend time with your family and friends or you can spend time enjoying the hobbies that you are truly passionate about 
Likewise, you can give yourself more time by investing in a dishwasher or robotic vacuum cleaner, for example, or maybe even a service that will deliver your ready-made meals to your door for lunch, for dinner. And a very important part is to invest in yourself in this. Don't think that this means you shouldn't be spending time on your appearance. Absolutely should. And, you know, you remember the law of attraction we talked about? So, to guess, for example, to get a better job, you have to be most successful. Success with opposite sex, with, your, with other people, and you need to look at your best. And to look at your best, you need to spend time or money. So, you don't have to spend the time, I mean, ironing or and run a second business from home. So, spend also on your look and believe that this money is going to come back to you. Believe in the law of attraction. That's how those incredible polished people you see who just seem to excel in everything, they do it this way. You know? And this is this results in some focused attitude also. It's how you are going to design your business and models and choose your products. Think about the resources you already have available to you. We have so many already available. The contacts you already know and the skills that you already possess. If you are the editor of a magazine on a certain topic, for example, then you have a very captive audience. What business could you launch that could speak to this audience? As I've said before, don't think about success in terms of what others perceive as success. A lot of people will try and start business and they think they will change the world or offering something completely unique. But, you know, this type of business makes it so much harder to find investors or much harder to market. So if you want to make, for example, money quickly or if that's your goal, then you're often much better off you just using a tried and tested business model and that you know a lot of people have used before. Don't invent invest invent the, the the wheel again or don't invest a huge amount of money into a business before you have verified it. Use this fail fast principle by creating a, a MVP like market value proposition for example and seeing it successful before spending lots of time in it. We have also, we also have a course about this uh, testing your idea in the market. This will also let you stay more serene and jump before between multiple business models. If you are willing to look for the shortcuts and if you understand the most important variables in each situation, you know, then you can often sidestep the work and jump straight in the good part. You know, earning. So success really doesn't have to be as hard as everyone makes it out to be. You just need to have this right attitude and some imagination. And one one very important part that I wanted to talk about is about your strengths and weaknesses. We looked, uh, I mean, we talked about accessing where things have gone wrong in the past. Let's go over some. Let's go over to assess ourselves realistically. So this time we are looking at our own personal strengths and weaknesses. And it's very important when trying to find this path of least resistance to get where you want to be. 
So we discussed how you need to think about the resources you have available to you. For example, in order to know what your best chances are of success are and know it's time to look at the most important, you know. And the most important resource you have is yourself. You know, if you are a highly skilled writer, for example, then you might be making life a lot more difficult for yourself by refusing to use that skill. If you lack a certain skill, then failing to acknowledge that, it is very likely to get you in some trouble and slow your progress. So, this is something you see a lot in business, you know. Um, for example, someone will set out with a business idea all on their own and they will be attempted to do handle to every handle every aspect of that business themselves like copywriting marketing web design on the product um, accounting and this is where they end up letting themselves down because they might have a great understanding of manufacturing they might be brilliant at marketing and they might even have some great copywriting but if for example they aren't good at web design and they insist on handling it anyway then what they're left is going to look untidy and amateurish. And as a result, no one is going to want to buy from them. So spend time thinking about your strengths and weaknesses and honestly recognize just how good you are at, th uh, at some um, a lot of things, you know. And how do you remove your weakness? Well, Another reason to be honest with yourself when it comes to strengths and weaknesses. And it's, it's so that you can work on improving yourself in order to remove those weaknesses and become stronger overall. You know, a lot of us are scared to admit our faults. And it hurts our ego too much to admit that we are not good at web design, for example, and that we don't know much about technology or that we have poor dress sense, for example. But once you come, you know, to this reason, you can then start to actually do something about it. This is where investing in yourself, once again, becomes an utmost important. But don't, it's not, I don't mean here to do everything on your own. Invest in a personal shop, invest in lessons, buy a book, spend some time learning. And you know, when you do this, you will be adding to your arsenal and becoming much more exceptional. Imagine if that smelly guy with this awful clothes and um, dorky glasses in your office actually recognized who he could, where he could improve, for example. Imagine that a change it would make to live life, you know, if, if they bought a nice suit and fixed their hygiene and work um, and wore, for example, contacts, smart glasses. I'm not saying you're dorky or badly dressed, of course, but there are other areas on your life ready for improvement and they could be just as transformative. Look to your idols and those who are doing it better than you in those capabilities, capacities, and then try to identify what the difference is. So let's go to the last part. Think about every decision. So I hope that you're now starting to see everything fall into place, and that you're starting to change the way of thinking. And 
Hopefully also you recognize that you can get whatever you want from life. As long as you know exactly what it is, of course. And you know how to set the most direct and most efficient path for getting there. And to make it happen. So it's time now to start asking for the things you want. To stop apologizing and start to taking risks. This can be smart risks. There can be safe risks. And you can be a lovely person while you go about this. But if you keep your heads down, your head down and hoping things fix for themselves, it just won't do it. You know, it just never happened and will never happen. So you need to act like a laser. That means having your mind fixed, focus on what you want to accomplish and making sure that every decision you make is aligned with that goal. And I mean every decision and why every decision matters. So... As we also discussed before, how simply doing nothing is a decision already. And this means that choosing never to progress or achieving the goals you want. But the same goes for all those tiny decisions you make. Whether that means deciding what to wear today or what to eat, you're constantly having the choice. You have the choice to either bring your A-game and try to do your best or to take the easier route and rest. So if you really want to get to that end destination as quickly as possible, then you need to maintain the discipline and strength to do this first choice. So it's also very important to remember to take the time out and to really enjoy where you've gotten to. Remember, you know, success doesn't always mean pushing harder and further. It means creating the lifestyle that you've always wanted. Enjoy. Just remember that all the decisions you took for granted as no-brainers, for example, like deciding to pay or to take a promotion or deciding to do the dishes for yourself, have consequences. So, and almost always more than just one option. Try to remember why you do the things you do. Try to remember that dream and keep your vision in mind all the times. And when you do this, then you have this, this, this power to go after what you really want from life. And you won't be wasting your time anymore. And I think the last part is really don't be afraid to switch. Be flexible. So if you put everything we talked about into action and you found yourself into a dream to follow and set the steps to get there and hopefully have some time to stop and smell the roses. Ask yourself, what's the view like from the top? Is everything what you hoped? So, once again, many of us have pretty strange notions when it comes to what the right thing to do is. I mean respect that because if they don't find it really if if this is what they hope for then often they it will be sometimes too prideful to admit it and they will stay committed to it to this new way of life anyway so if this happens you are really trapping yourself out of just pride 
I mean, first-hand experience. I was, I changed country, I changed life just because I needed to change this tra trajectory, you know. Don't be afraid to admit your mistakes, you know. Self-honesty is something that can come up, that we talked a lot about. But, you know, admit your mistakes, address them as we have been doing anywhere and decide then how you will move forward without repeating those same errors. Don't be sorrow about everything. But what is it, for example, if you achieved something that's not really making you happy? How are you going to make sure that you are happy next time? So you, you can then go into success in, in various in multiple areas. How can you take, for example, success and turn it into a catalyst for bigger and more reaching successes? You know. So, for example, Mark Zuckerberg, he, he created Facebook and it's a big success as an online entrepreneur. But I see while he has been successful, um, he could even be more successful in another way. And because, you know, what, what for example at the beginning was and isn't anymore is this interaction with family or friends or with friends. So, you know, how can I say this well? powerful position in what he is with million people for example using his website he has one of the most powerful marketing platforms at his disposal and or if he for example were to create a new website or a piece of software or perhaps something entirely different then he could announce it through Facebook and if he did he could have guaranteed it on his hands so sidestepping, sidestepping for a moment, for example, and let's look, for example, to a different career like Sylvester Stallone. He wanted to be an actor and was turned down from countless screen roles before he eventually wrote this outstanding screenplay for Rocky. And this was such a big hit, you know, that they offered him millions to take it off. But Sylvester or Stallone wouldn't back down. All he wanted was to play the real role. You know, the point is that once you had success in one area, then you suddenly have the ability to chase almost any dream that you want to go after. This is amazing. Once you've changed one industry, one institution, then you can go on to bring about you know, this shifts in many others too. And this is particularly true on the web. So if you currently have a huge website and you're tr making lots of money with Google AdSense, if that is the goal you set up and that's what you achieved, don't stop there and you will be the victim of lack of vision. If you have this big audience, then you can really do anything you want to. For instance, you can open a shop out there and you could sell and you can very easily use these funds 
to make this into a real store and that should be your dream for example for example if you want to be famous then how about introducing youtube videos as we said to your website and where you know when you for some have viewers that will then be subscribers so you want for example build something like facebook well if you have some background in the ceo and website design then you can hire a programmer and get go it and do it something like this or got for example another project well you can link it from your own sites and give your new your newborns for example the boost to get so and likewise you know if things work or if it works the other way too and if you have a successful Twitter page then you can use for example build up a successful society in other words what I mean what I'm, I'm meaning is pull out your resources be ambitious and chase your dreams you know once you have this one big success online uh, with your own business or in some other area don't stop there uh, use it to fool your others your other ventures and the last point I want to touch in this series is um, is your emotions our emotions how to step back from your emotions from our emotions a lot of you know what we have discussed in this series involves being able to I mean to take a step back from your emotions and being able to take control of your fears and your stress and this is something that you know it can be incredibly challenging for many of us but it's highly highly worth it and it's also one that will help you to be much more successful this is something that will enable you to take the right action rather for example the one that is most comfortable and this is also something that would allow you to stay cool and calm under pressure so how can you take back this control so what does controlling mean? I mean controlling means controlling emotions start by recognizing what these emotions are. Emotions are hormones and neurotransmitters that are normally related in response and to create this activity in the brain or to certain changes within your body for example. So you are often stressed because your blood sugar is low for example. Or in other cases you might be stressed and experience this flight or fight response um, which essentially is the release of neurotransmitters like uh, cortisol and adrenaline. But be first recognizing that this is what your emotions are. So you can immediately, if you know this, detach yourself from them. Um, you know, this will pass. All these emotions are tensions and they will pass. So don't pay too much attention to those scary thoughts those destructive unhappy ones wait until you are calm and happy before making any big decisions for example another tip is to consider fixing your biology in order to fix your emotions that means that might means for example eating to remove the low blood sugar or it might mean taking control of your breathing in order to regain this composure and to restore all this body presence so 
don't let your emotions control you because they are just as capable of trapping you in a life that you don't really want and your circumstances that you don't really want. So let's let's conclude. I have here some keywords. Let's conclude with with everything, you know. It all comes down to choices. You you can choose to let your emotions control you or you can choose to again recognize that this is the choice and refuse to let it happen. You can you can um you get to choose how to respond to decisions. Just as you get to choose what matters to you what successes means to you and how you are going to get there. So now it's time really to stop coasting by on these expectations of others. It's time to stop letting others dictate to you how you should live your life. You know, Jackie Chan said once, don't let circumstances control you, control your circumstances. And be water, my friend. Don't be afraid to dream a little bigger, adapt a little outside of the box and try to take risk and take this risk and make it happen. You know. Of course it might not work out as you planned, but at least you tried, we all tried. And you haven't failed until you stop trying. Remember this. You know, I like this this, this also this film, it's called A Divergent. Because it's another way of trying. Be a diversion guy. Or girl. So I hope this three-part series has given you some food for your thought and motivation to go out there and start making those changes. You know, go to our website. We have these courses. We have these resources. It will, you know, greatly, greatly help you in getting on with this new lifestyle. And I'm here for you. We are here for you. So connect and take action and again thank you very much for being here to connect and congratulations for taking this uh, step this uh, courage you need to go into a new life take care